Events for Breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your events expertise. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Events for Breakfast podcast. I'm Kelly Frew, your podcast host. How is everybody? Are we all well? Well, we're into June. How on earth are we in June? This year is absolutely flying, as is this season of the podcast. So for the next couple of episodes, we are going to be focusing on mentoring. As you might know, I'm a mentor on the Fast Forward 15 programme and we have had a fantastic year. And just over a week ago, we had the graduation of this year's mentees and we were fortunate enough to all meet in Tobacco Dock in London. It was a fantastic event and we'll talk more about that next week. And we're going to introduce mentoring for the next couple of episodes, as I said. So today we're going to be interviewing Rachel Kenny. Now Rachel Kenny has been in the fortunate position of being a mentee and also she is now a mentor. She's an event specialist in her own right and I tell you what she's got quite a few accolades under her belt. She's part of the corporate A-list of 2021, the meetings show tomorrow's talent 2020 and the CN30 under 30 2019. So she pretty much is a high flyer within the events industry and she's got there with help from a mentor and we're going to be talking about the benefits of mentoring and the mentee relationship today. So without further ado, let's go and meet Rachel now. Hi Rachel, so good to have you on the podcast today. How are you doing? Hi Kay, thanks so much for asking me on. Um, Really good, thanks. Um, Really excited to chat with you actually. I've been loving listening to some of the other episodes that you've got, Um, especially like Catherine's one on the career, finding a job during that. So Uh, really excited to have a chat. Yeah, that was a good one. I finally got her on the podcast. We've been saying it for the whole year and then I was like, before I lose you, you need to come on the podcast. So glad you enjoyed it. Now, um, I know lots about you because I follow you avidly on on Instagram and on things like that, but I don't know if the listeners know much about you. So if you want to start by just telling us about yourself and how you got into the events industry, please. Yeah, of course. Um, So I am a corporate event professional in-house currently, although I did actually start off um, in agency. I worked for Go to Events for a year um, whilst I was also doing a master's in event management and worked at the Bournemouth International Centre as like a venue assistant there. So that was all in one year. (laughs) So that was my crash crash course into the events industry. Um, I think I did it luckily at a time when there was that many opportunities to have the paid work and do the education um, because I originally did my degree in a completely different topic in law Um, so it's kind of a quarter-life crisis going back to do a master's and find a new career path Um, like just went all in and it's all paid off because I absolutely love working in the events industry Um, and then yeah got my first job like full-time job in in in-house corporate straight after my master's and moved to London and then just tried to absorb everything possible events took part in programs networking groups you name it I've probably done it um and I know yeah progressed my career from there um and I've just had an amazing time really in the industry and growing and meeting everyone um and then obviously in lockdown not so much events but I really like ramped up social media presence and doing yeah. the whole personal brand side of things 
um that we mentioned before like I do yes. reels and tiktoks <laughs> you are the queen at the reels and tiktoks I love them <laughs> so yeah I love doing just the silly video um and making it events related so that's kind of um I guess kind of a whistle stop tour of me and my career so far um, yeah and I like that I like the fact that you know you, you did a very serious degree around law and then suddenly you were like nah this isn't for me I'm, I'm all about events and and knowing your personality and seeing you on on, on the social medias you, you are so fit you fit events so so well you, and you're so passionate about it so what what was it that absolutely inspired you to make that switch why events for you um it was kind of I've done events in like related things yeah um, kind of like my whole life starting out in school um I would volunteer to do the student union and help organize like the prom and things yeah um and the same when I was at like, social sec for the cheerleading team at uni and when I, so I first started working I like to help organize the incentives and the Christmas parties um when I was just doing like admin for a sales company yeah so I've like dabbled in it but yeah. never kind of thought it was a career I didn't know enough about it really about the industry and then I was traveling um doing the classic finding myself thing <laughs> I kind of had the epiphany that I should do events and then yeah found out that they did um taught masters and you could now get a postgraduate loan um because you didn't use to, to get that you just had to right. fund it yourself um so it just all fell into place I think it's meant to be I feel like when something happens as easily as it did for me it's just what I'm meant to be doing and yeah love it yeah and you're such a natural and I love the fact that you went you went away traveling and found yourself <laughs> and you were like in yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant and, and you know you've been part of some quite um big things haven't you in terms of you know you part of the mentor fast forward mentor, mentoring program which um we'll come on to in a, a second are you a 30 under 30 year or as well do I did I see yeah yeah um, yeah conference news 30 under 30 the meeting show tomorrow's talent and now CNIT a-list um, amazing <laughs> all of that yeah so what that shows everyone though and shows me is that you are completely driven um within yourself um and also extremely passionate about events so we're coming on to mentoring and you know you were a mentee on the fast forward 15 program so when we're talking about that motivation and that drive um you had support along the way um so i wondered if we could just touch on mentoring and let's think about you know why did you decide that you needed a mentor at that stage in your life why was it so important to you um it was really so i got on the fast forward 15 program um six months into like my first full-time job in the events industry yeah I'd heard about it during my master's and yeah. thought of applying then um because they do have like a student or recent graduate category on there but I just kind of decided it wasn't the right time because I didn't know where I would be living what I'd be doing where I was going to end up yeah um and then once I got into the industry I think it's just everything about it like having someone there to help kind of narrow down the ideas that I had in my head um, yeah. and like the goals I had because I started in the industry at a later stage than say a like straight up normal graduate would have done um, and all my friends and like peers were progressing their careers and climbing the ladder and I wanted to catch up to them in some ways so I kind of applied to help get that guidance within the industry to make the contacts to have someone kind of keep me accountable and yeah. fine tune my big ideas into set goals. Um, and that was amazing. And that's definitely what the program and having a mentor did. It was like invaluable. 
Yeah. And when you went into the mentor program then as and applied as a mentee, did you have one specific goal that you knew you were trying to achieve and you wanted that mentor to help you with? Or was it a case of actually you just wanted some guidance from somebody within the industry to help shape your path going forward? Um, it was more the guidance in general. I yeah. Say at that stage, because I was so new in the industry, I didn't necessarily know where I wanted it to take me. And I'd done some agency work and I was then working in corporate. Um, so I wasn't exactly sure what path to take. I feel like I'm not even completely sure still now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just having the guidance to kind of progress my career and know more about the industry, more about the people, kind of embed myself into it. I feel like yeah. I really wanted that. And um, it's definitely what I managed to achieve from being part of it. Yeah. And don't worry that you don't know what you are, what you really want. I mean, I, I've been in the industry a long time and I still don't know, you know, what, what that end goal is. Yeah. We just find I mean, our opportunities along the way. Yeah. Like, is there any, is there such thing as a dream job? I'm not really sure. No. I feel like there's lots of, lots of different options <laughs> definitely now obviously you decided you know you wanted a mentor to help you and you understood that um, the, the reason was for guidance now what was your idea of a mentor before you went on the program what was your idea of a mentor what did you think they would do for you um to be honest when I probably first applied I wasn't really sure what yeah. I thought they would do I think it's it's just that thing you hear of like a me like mentoring it sounds like a good idea yeah um <laughs> And I did like attend lots of sessions like at Confex and things to find out more about mentoring and the program. Um, so I kind of just had an idea in my head that it was someone that was more experienced than I was. Yeah. Um, someone that knew more about the industry, like in a good position um, and someone that was going to be able to help pass down their knowledge to me. Yeah. Um, that was basically my only perception of mentoring at that point. And when it because I'm focusing on fast forward 15 at the moment and now you've become a mentor yourself and we'll come on to that in a minute but in terms of when you then joined the program who was your mentor by the way who was um, my mentor was Lucy Anstey um, oh yes yeah. I do remember now yeah so Lucy yes, was your mentor how did you build that relationship together when you were because obviously you, you went through the interview process and then obviously she you you had the a connection there between you both so how did you go about building that relationship um, we just hit it off from the start. I think that is one of the great things about a mentoring program that you're match made. Yeah. So as you mentioned, like the whole interview process and obviously whatever I put on my application, she was seen as like the right kind of mentor for me. And then we obviously had a conversation before um, like interview to kind of decide they like your mentors, obviously you would know as a mentor, you know, yeah. you choose who your mentee is going to be. Yeah. Um, I think she chose me and she'd said um, that she kind of saw herself in me like at an earlier stage in the career so that's why she felt she could help me um, and we lived in like a similar area so we were very <laughs> like close together so it's easy Brilliant. to yeah um, and it was just kind of establishing a friendship as well as a like mentoring relationship yeah we got on so well and um, she was able to guide me in everything that I needed to do but keeping it kind of casual and formal both simultaneously if that makes yeah. sense <laughs> yeah no I absolutely agree because um I, you actually um resonates in terms of 
myself and Catherine. So there was a connection there. We both worked in travel events. So she was at Virgin at the time and I was um, at Carnival. So there was that connection. She was in corporate events. So was I. She's a fitness fanatic. So am I. And there was all these things. So you're absolutely right. When, when you're finding a mentor or a mentee and you're trying to build a thing, whether it's going to work, there has to be that connection there and there has to be that synergy. And you have to feel like not only that I can help, the mentor can help that person, but the mentee will also look, um, give so much back as well the other way too. Did 100%. you find... Did you find yourself relationship? It it is, isn't it? And did you find yourself? um, Did you find yourself offering advice and 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 things for Lucy the other way around too? So was it like? Did you feel because with Catherine, I find that sometimes there is a bit of reverse mentorship going on there, and she will provide you know really good nuggets for me too. Did you see that coming across with you and Lucy? Yeah, definitely. And I think um, even now as well as a mentor and like having a mentee, it works both ways. Yeah. Um, it's definitely one of the most beneficial aspects to being in like a mentoring relationship partnership how do you want to call it yeah, um yeah. because it's like getting each other's perspectives yeah so you can learn obviously everyone has different life experience everyone has different personalities so it's like you might have a problem you can talk to them about they can then offer you a different way of looking at it that you might not have thought of before that overcomes the blocks that you had prior um, and that works both ways because people with a lot of experience might know, not know exactly how it feels to be someone fresh in the new working um, environment or what ideas they've got and like vice versa. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely the, one of the best things that you can kind of tap into each other and just have conversations. It's not like you turn up going, I want to be able to do this. And they just go, okay, this is how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just general conversational chat. It's about improving your communication skills as well, which is like so useful. It is. And with it, within the 12 month sort of period that you worked with Lucy, was there times when you, when you knew that your meeting was coming? Because on, on the fast forward 15, we have those monthly meetings, don't we? Was yeah. there any times when you um, thought, oh, crikey, I've not done what I was meant to do for the last month. How am I going to explain myself? And that accountability piece is quite big, isn't it? <laughs> oh God, definitely. Um, <laughs> and that's one of the reasons I needed a mentor really was for the accountability. Um, I like, I need deadlines. To yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah there were definitely times when I thought oh my god I've not done what I told her that I was going to do um, but then there are other times when I achieved like certain goals or things like earlier than yeah. what I was like meant to so it leveled out and Lucy's not like wasn't like a hard worker she didn't like enforce me to make sure everything was done by each time like, if it wasn't achieved it's like okay well why wasn't it how can we help you progress it so next time we meet that it's able to get to that point um so working like that was really good and that's the kind of like mental relationship I need which is again comes back down to like the matchmaking that you work together well definitely and it's that honesty isn't it because you know life happens you know we you might have a really busy month at work or something personally might crop up and these things just happen and you know you just you just have to be honest both ways and go oh I didn't quite get to that I'm so sorry and you know and then you flex don't you You change and you move your goals too I'm wondering now because like now you know you've got so much experience now and you're now doing the great thing of sharing and becoming a mentor yourself so what what did you take across from your mentee experience into your mentor experience how's that shaping up um yeah I just thought I just did it originally I just thought it's so important to like pay it forward so I got so much valuable advice and help from being a mentee and having a mentor that I just wanted to make sure that I'm like giving that back to like the yeah. next generation of event professionals just like passing it down everything I've learned 
um, and like the contacts and the networking. So I think it's just one thing is like kind of keeping being account like getting accountable, but also setting the what you want out of it at the start, what you want out of the relationship. Um, fast forward 15 as a program um they have everything in place so i found that very useful to take over to like my mentoring relationship now because it's like okay how often should we meet this amount of times and just setting it and both of you agreeing what will work for you but also like taking full accountability for it um because as soon as someone starts to drop off or be a bit like um ad hoc with it or can't attend then that's when the mentor relationship can start to kind of fall apart I feel like you both have to be very dedicated um so definitely just making sure making the time um and then also listening to what the mentee really wants and then offering advice based on not based on how you would deal with a situation but how you've got to know them and how they will how they need to deal with the situation because you might be completely different people (laughs) so it might know what you did might not work for them so you can say this is what I did but this is how you should probably approach it because they might just see the world differently or want different things out of even a similar situation to you um and yeah and then just yeah having open honest conversation like being honest and open is very important and I did find that hard to start with actually as a mentee like being open about what my goals and stuff were because I felt very like oh you want to keep them closed in because sometimes you don't want to share your ambitions because they might seem like too big to people yeah with mentoring like you've got to and if you're open and honest with your mentee that helps them bring it out of them as well yeah absolutely I completely agree in terms of that honesty it it does go both ways because the the mentor has to be as open and honest with the mentee as the other way around so you know with within Catherine and I you know she knows most things that's going on in my life and vice versa both work at work and professionally so because that way you get to know the person better you get to understand how you can support them better and you understand what makes them tick so you're not going to give it like you've just identified there you're not going to give advice that is dedicated to what is right for you you're thinking of it for your mentor sorry your mentee Um, and that's really really important isn't it is it was it a shock to become a mentor did it you know from making that switch and suddenly being the one that has has supposedly got all that experience and all of that expertise was it hard to make that shift or did you naturally flow into it um I feel it's like it was hard kind of in some ways because you always have that kind of like anyway like the imposter syndrome thing yeah like, oh I was I was only just a mentee so why am I now a mentor like how am I actually gonna help this person how am I gonna help them progress like can I even give them like <laughs> what they need um but again because I'm on the EM mentoring program um there's like it was match made again so what I could offer was matched to what the mentee wanted um so that was so useful because it was already kind of there that I could help them yeah um, in some ways and I think even I think I saw actually it was an Instagram quote or on Twitter not completely sure but it was saying how sometimes like for a mentor a mentor should never be more than like a couple of years ahead of where you are now yeah and although I don't completely agree with that it did kind of get me thinking it's like oh actually sometimes in some circumstances a mentor that is only a few years older than you or a few steps ahead of you in your career could be the best person to help you yeah uh, because they probably know a bit more about what the world is like what work is like for you about your generation the generational differences so it very much depends on what 
you're looking for yeah in some ways that works but in other ways you do need that person with like the extra experience to help guide you that's been through everything that can look back and kind of share their advice so yeah it just works differently I absolutely agree right and it's not I don't think it's for me it's not about an age thing it's just about potentially finding the match that's right in terms of if you know the kind of expertise you're looking for to help shape your career or shape some a skill or a, a, a quality that you think you're missing and need help with it's just for identifying somebody that can help support that area isn't it so it's yeah. someone that's just really the expertise I've got the expertise in that area actually reverse mentoring is quite a big thing at the moment as well whereas you know somebody that may be quite older has is matched with someone that is potentially quite young within the industry and they support each other a in the reverse way so that elder not elderly person the more <laughs> mature person is getting the eyes and views of someone quite young and, it, and fresh within the industry and then the younger person's getting the views from someone that's been in the industry a long way around so reverse mentoring is quite a big thing at the moment I've seen and, and um, I'm quite interested in looking at that actually yeah I love the concept of it um, yeah if you think about it how fast does our world move these days like wow. technology and social media yeah um, and everything so trying to keep up with like I'll tell you the trends but just the general like way of life or yeah. the watching out of different generations and say you're a CEO, having a mentor that's um, a fresh graduate, yeah. you'll then be able to learn what that generation want out of the workforce, what they need to be productive, what they need to do their best work for you. So it's definitely beneficial, um, like, but, like the reverse mentoring. <laughs> so it works 100%. Yeah, I agree. So if someone was looking right now, because I imagine if someone's listening to this episode, they're either interested in being a mentor or a mentee, I imagine. So from a mentee's perspective, if someone is looking for someone to mentor them, what should they be thinking about right now? You know, what, what should what should they be thinking around? How how do you choose the right mentoring program? How do you choose the mentor and reach out to them? What, should, what are the top tips that you'd give around that? Um, so I would definitely say you, you don't, first of all, you don't need to be part of a mentoring program to no. have a mentor. Um, we spoke a lot about programs, but that's because we've been part of yeah. it in that way. You can find a mentor in all walks of life. Um, but I would say before you even start, it's very important to kind of get clear on one, who you are. So like your strengths, your weaknesses, understand yourself, um, see if you can try and work like what's, if you know what's blocking you. Um, what help you really need because that will help you find a mentor that's going to be able to help you with that yeah um, and then also think about like future career goals even if it's like me where I had like so many ideas um, just having like a list of them or something yeah. that you can share up front um, with a mentor and then yeah there's ways to look for so there's obviously different mentoring programs you can look within your industry in the events industry there's yeah. many there's elevate there's ear mentoring there's fast forward 15 um there's probably others that even i'm not aware of yeah so you can do social media research things like that to find programs and see if the program kind of aligns with what you're after um but if a program isn't necessarily going to work for you like people around you yeah you can get a mentor um someone within your company that you're working for um someone within the industry someone not even in the industry if you want to learn another skill like you might be in events but want to learn more about marketing or yeah. learn more about project management um so LinkedIn is probably quite a good place to start but I wouldn't say like cold not cold call but like cold message someone be like hi can you be my mentor um you need to build the relationship first um yeah 
So that's when knowing what you want, um, knowing more about the person, so doing um, research into them, what they've done, they might be a part of mentoring schemes already. And then reaching out to start build, building the relationship. And then once you have a relationship with them, approaching them and asking them, just ask. If you don't, if you ask, you don't get at the end of the day. So Great. saying like, could you do um, however X amount of time you can get together and work that out. Some people are very busy. They might not be able to offer you like a monthly call or meet up, but they might be able to do every other month. Yeah. Um, and then also, yeah, look in all walks of life. Anyone that you think that has something to offer you that you want at that period of time, like reach out to them, have a chat, build a relationship and then ask them to see if they'd like to be a, your mentor. Um, but also give them something too. So like, yeah, not give them, but show that you could offer them something in return so that it would be two way street and you're not just going to be like taking you just don't, don't want to take their expertise or their network off of them. You want to help them grow as well. Yeah, I love that. And I love the fact that you t- you talked about the fact that you could reach out to people that are not on the programme, but just generally in life. life. If someone inspires you and you think yeah. that you can take something. I had someone reach out to me exactly that on LinkedIn, actually. Um, and we connected and we I helped her with a business plan. And it wasn't a formal thing. It wasn't a formal, like, we'll meet every month and this is what will happen and or anything like that. It was just a case of she came to me because she felt that I'd got skills to support her, set something up. And I helped her set her up and I put her in connect- connections with a couple of other people that could help her and that's it we've you know we're still in contact but that's it that that's the sort of help and support gone so it could just be a couple of meetings rather than a real formal program over a 12-month period as well so she had an aim she knew what she wanted and she knew you were the person to help her and I don't think there's anyone if you reached out to them to ask for help would just shut you down and be horrible like especially in our industry people are so willing to help each other out and especially over the last year like it's been amazing the support and like the kind of community spirit is really there so people might not have time but they will try and make time even if if you said it's a short period of time or it's like the odd conversation zoom chat in fact now we have zoom it's so much easier (laughs) to help someone so simple isn't it yeah definitely and and in terms of you because you are so driven and I love the fact that you are so driven um and but you and you come across very playful on um Instagram and on your socials and and lots of fun around you but you can tell that your personal development and your career is very important to you so outside of mentorship what else do you do to to, um, drive yourself forward and, and keep moving along the way um, I think it's about have like setting goals. I definitely did the goal setting thing. That's yeah. something I took from um, initially from like the Fast Forward 15 program. Um, that's where I learned to do goal setting and it worked because you set the goals and you get like that snowball effect as you start to achieve them. I think then yeah. it builds your confidence and you go into the next one and then, oh, you've got to achieve the next one, um, which is amazing. So I do like to do the goal setting, try and keep focused Um, and then just getting inspiration from like all around me. Um, I find that thing where like you're the, um, you're the total of the five people that you surround yourself with. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean five people. It can mean your like Instagram feed, your Twitter feed. It's what you're consuming on a day-to-day basis. So I like curated them all a couple of years ago to just get rid of anything that I thought like prompted any negativity or that I would start comparing myself to or like FOMO um, and having a way where I'm just getting like the inspirational content from other people Um, and then also just knowing so many people that are are inspirational and they are positive and they are driven and 
they're all similar so if you have that around you it makes you more like that yeah that like you're less likely to step like not not put yourself forward for opportunities or not um or just like sit at home and watch Netflix all day which I mean I totally do I'm absolutely <laughs> yeah. like you have I have weeks and days where I don't feel motivated and driven and I just want to sit home and watch tv so I'll do that because yeah. um like it's not sometimes I thought oh it's um I'm going backwards I'm not achieving I'm not being motivated and actually no it's just, it's your rest time and yeah. from that rest time you're going to be on to bigger and better things once you are feeling motivated again so sometimes you just need those breaks um but yeah, it's mainly surrounding yourself with the right people that keep yeah. you motivated and inspired. Absolutely. And what I love about you is you're, you're I'm not sure I like this word anymore because it's overused, but you are authentic. You are so genuine, like on Twitter as well. So like if you if you're having, having a bad day, then you'll just put it on there. Yeah. You know, you'll tell people it's not all this shiny, glossy stuff um, at all no. with you. It is like this is right. I am Rachel. You are you are seeing the real me and it's great. And I think it's the best way to be. Well, yeah, I just think it's important because with social media, especially, it's like that rose tinted glasses, people share what they want you to see. And I yeah. still do that. Like, yeah. I probably wouldn't put on necessarily a video of me like crying or something. Like, I don't know, I might do in the future. But <laughs> um, yeah, I just like to, I am who I am. Like, that's who I want to be. So I don't mind sharing it and for other people to like know that. And whether yeah. it's and the professional and personal thing like you kind of have to blur the lines because mm. otherwise you can be like too rigid or too stiff if you're like too professional but then also at the same time like on the flip side I probably don't put on like bikini pictures yeah. <laughs> on my Instagram page <laughs> that's that's like me and my friends on holiday so I do like to find the balance I wouldn't say I'm completely open um, yeah but I do try to say is like it is me like doing the silly videos on TikTok or Reels. Like that's what I enjoy doing and I don't mind doing it. And that's like the personality. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, just wrapping up, what I want to know is what is in store for Rachel for the, ne for the next year? What have you got planned? What are your sort of big goals? And now the world's opening up a bit. You've, won you've bagged yourself a great job. So what's next on the list? Oh God, there are, there are plans. There's plans in the pipeline. I have Ooh. like bigger, bigger ideas, bigger goals to set. Um, and like, I'm working with my mentor at the moment, it's technically my coach. Yeah. Um, a coach to kind of work towards like big, bigger ideas. I think it was the whole thing of last year, I obviously was made redundant and yeah. um, like moved back home. So it was like, I felt like I took a massive step back. So this year, originally I was like I'm going to rebuild this year but now I'm like no I'm not just rebuilding we're like we're building higher we're going forward we're yeah. going we're going bigger and better this <laughs> um, is great so yeah I feel like there's always something you know like you I am that person that you tick one goal off there's another one waiting yeah. to yeah. work towards um which I mean I still need to enjoy the moment and be happy with that <laughs> but yeah. um working towards stuff like that so I think there'll be a lot more things around like social media it's kind of a hint of what I'm working on at the moment nice. um, growing that kind of side of it because I've just enjoyed it so much um yeah. well so I wasn't working in events so I just want to be able to like continue that um and do more social media stuff alongside working the events industry and hopefully getting back to in-person events and progress yeah career. <laughs> Absolutely. You hinted towards a coach there. So you've got a coach. I've got a question yeah. for you, actually, because I was on a um, I was on a podcast myself and this was a question that came out of it. And I'm interested to see what your thoughts on this are. What is the difference between a coach and a mentor? 
I would say there isn't really a difference apart from one thing I would say is like for a coach I'd say you paid normally for a coaching service that's what I said other than that there's no difference between a mentor and a coach they're offering you the same thing just because you're paying for one service and a mentor does tend to be a free thing that someone's doing yeah um, just to like help each other out whereas a coach is more professional so it does depend on what you want because I feel like a coach can help you more with like specific things as well as more like the life and mindset yeah whereas a mentor might not have those um skills and qualities to help you on all of that so it just depends on where you are at that point in time Ooh, well I said a similar thing yeah and I said like <laughs> Please, te- yeah potentially <laughs> it could be more intensive with a coach couldn't it yeah. so if you're you are like you you've obviously got a big goal there that you're working towards it's completely big and you are completely in, immersed in it I imagine and that person is helping you get there to so chipping away at it constantly daily perhaps even daily chipping away at it to get yourself there whereas a mentor perhaps a bit more relaxed we'll dip in and out at certain times in months and through the year and stuff to help and guide as you need to so more free flowing was what I sort of said so yeah definitely totally agree yeah no I want to finally but that, I need to know more about this social media thing I think we just need to follow you on social media don't we to find out all your what's going to happen we've got we're all on tenterhooks now to find out what your big goal is we're going to be watching so if people want to follow you where can they find you um, so I'm on all social media, um, yeah. of course. Um, so yeah, on LinkedIn, Rachel Kenny, um, Twitter is events with Rach, and then Instagram and TikTok is events with Rachel, which is spelled A E L at the end. We've got two A's in my name. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm with you. C H A E L. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, this has been wonderful. And I'm, I'm really hoping that it helps people, you know, if they decide that they want a coach or a mentor or something like that. Lots of top tips there um, to help them along the way. So thank you very much for joining me. And I will be watching your TikToks, your Instagrams and waiting for this big announcement on, on, in, on socials at some point. Yeah, I'll get more TikToks and Reels out soon for everyone to enjoy as well once I've calmed down with the busy work schedule. Good. Thank you, Rachel. See you soon. Thanks so much, Kelly. Bye. Bye. Well, I'm sure you agree. Rachel is a little gem. Such a well-rounded, lovely person and only too willing to share all of her knowledge with us today. So thank you so much, Rachel. And I cannot wait to see some of your reels again very, very soon. If you're interested in being a mentor or a mentee, then I'm happy to chat through my experience. So if you want to get in touch with me, then please do. You will find me on all the socials at Kelly Frew. And all of my contact details are also on my website at storymakerevents.com. Now, next week, we are going to be focusing on the Fast Forward 15 programme and the graduation of three of our wonderful mentees from this year, Juliet Tripp, Alexandra Stenson and Emily Hume. Whilst we were in Tobacco Dock last week, I actually recorded a live podcast interviewing them about their experience. And the really wonderful thing about this interview was the new cohort of mentees were the ones that submitted their questions to ask the girls. So we were live at Tobacco Dock. So watch out for that next week. It's going to be a fantastic episode. And come and join the community online. Events for Breakfast podcast is on LinkedIn. It's on Twitter. And we are also on Instagram. And why not do me a really huge favour and on your podcast provider, whoever you use, there'll be an option to give us a five star rating. So please do that. That will help share this podcast with other people and let them know where we are. I'm going to be back next week with this very, very special episode on the Fast Forward 15 programme. Until then, take care of yourselves and we will speak next week. Bye. Bye.